Mutual Bank, how may I help you? I'd like to cash this check here and then and I'd like to take you out for a steak dinner. <laughs> Are you a realized pilot? I sure am, little lady. The jump seat is open. It's been a while since I've done this. Which one's the jump seat again? This is irrefutable evidence that the defendant is lying. Special Agent Hanratty, FBI. Hello, Carl. You're going to get caught. It's like Vegas. The house always wins. Hey there, and welcome to Rewatchability. This is a podcast where we rewatch old movies and TV shows to see how they hold up in the modern eye. My name is Blaine Waters. With me, as always, is Rob Miller. R- Rob, okay. Wow. Uh, yeah, okay. Sorry. I, like- I didn't mean to hijack that. that was, I was unnerved by that. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a lot of confidence. It's, it's too much. It's over there. And uh, J.M. McNabb. And uh, joining us is Auntie Donahue. Thanks Hi. so much for being on. I'm here. I'm, you're right about it getting warm in here. Um, yeah, I warned you before. It's because I'm wearing the Shania Twain sweatshirt and everybody's very aroused because it says, that don't impress me much. But I am impressed to be here and to have been asked after two times before, considering, yikes, <laughs> why would you want me back? Oh, no, you were great both times yeah. before. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm fun. Yeah, exactly. That's the second time you've yelled, I'm fun since you got here. (laughs) Yeah, I think you're trying to convince us. You're like my dad on a vacation. (laughs) I've been changed. (laughs) And I am your dad, just not on vacation. Dad. (laughs) Jam's going to get daddy issues. I already have daddy issues from this movie. (laughs) Oh, that's a great segue. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about Catch Me If You Can, directed by Steven Spielberg. But before we get into that, I want to thank our Patreons, the people that go to Patreon. Patreon.com slash rewatchability and they give us mm-hmm. one three five dollars. We're we're basically grifting them. You're our real daddies. <laughs> we also have a Patreon. Yeah. We yeah. don't take checks anymore <laughs> after we watch this movie. No, no. Uh, we, we don't do that. But we've been writing them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can go there and uh, and donate. Um, or if you can't donate, you can just tell a friend about the podcast. That's a, that's a great way to support us too. Uh, so let's get into this movie. Rob, when is the first time you saw Catch me if you can. Oh, yes. I saw this movie, I think, in university. Uh, I remember enjoying it. I thought it was fun. I, I didn't love Steven Spielberg at the beginning. I was pretty, like, skeptical of him at the time. But I think this was around the time. You're like, I don't know to... about this Spielberg guy. Well, I mean, of course this he movie. is. Austin <laughs> Larry doesn't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> I loved, like, Jurassic Park and, you know, all of those movies, of yeah. course. But all, since then, he'd done stuff that was, like, a lot lamer like right. um the terminal and, right and, uh, hey <laughs> tom hanks can do no wrong wasn't that after this too oh maybe yeah. yeah well anyway i thought he was sort of in like a low period he was looking sure. for something to rediscover you know his like whatever and um i did check this out and i remember enjoying it but i have to confess i did fall asleep during the last 15 minutes and i always intended to go back but uh, like, I assume great. he died in prison. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. sad. Honestly, so I've been spoiling people with that for years, just for fun. <laughs> I've been lying to everybody about seeing the end of the movie, and honestly, it's just it feels a lot of 
relief to tell the truth. <laughs> you and got caught. And <laughs> you and Burden in this very warm room. It's wonderful. <laughs> oh, my God. The notes you guys have is insane. Yeah. They make us actually look insane because they're you look chicken like scratch. Yours are. Oh, yours thanks. are like printed out and then chicken scratch on top of it. So yeah, it's like that's somebody. Doubly insane. Doubly insane. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, I don't need notes. That's right. I no. didn't bring notes. Well, I, it's all up here. Yeah. Do you remember when you first saw Jam? I should have written it. Yeah, you down. should have written it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I saw it in the theater when it came out. I saw I saw it with my dad. I don't think okay. either of us realized that it was about like a divorced dad. Oh. <laughs> my parents were also separated at the time. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, but yeah, I really liked it. The and lights go up at the end of the movie. Your dad's not there. <laughs> <laughs> he was never there. He yeah. left years ago. <laughs> <laughs> How many tickets did I buy to <laughs> Just you, sir. Um, yeah, no, I loved it. It's uh, it's a movie I, I kind of watch around Christmas time. Right? Yeah, it's a Christmas it's in the movie. Christmas yeah. rotation. Really? Would we say it's a Christmas movie? Because there's a Christmas scene in it? There's, well, like there's eight several yeah. scenes. Okay, yeah. sorry. No, no, it's Sorry fun. that I see it as a spring awakening type of <laughs> okay. film, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, uh, kind of coming of age spring thing. Yeah, yeah, get that. yeah, get yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, but when I saw it, it wasn't like a movie that I loved, but I think it's become one I love because I mm. watch it every so often. Really? Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh How many it's, times would you say that you watched it since you first saw it? Like like a handful like 5 or Yeah, 4 or 5. Yeah, maybe. That's yeah. reasonable. That's yeah. like 20 years. Yeah. That's like Yeah, once every 4 20. or 5 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not Where's the time gone? <laughs> <laughs> Your face was really truly that. It was great. <laughs> what about you, Anne? Uh, when did you first see this? Piece? Oh, I've never seen it. So oh, you've I never seen no, it. No, I have seen it. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I fell you for got it. us. Yeah. Oh, I'm such a great actor. You could be I, a con man. Oh my! You know what? I actually think I would make an amazing con man. And mm, I believe uh, it. Yeah, thank you. And I agree. And I also like <laughs> every time I think about like even interrogating FBI people. One time, as a sidebar, I got to interview John Douglas, aka Mindhunter, on stage. What? Yes. That's and sweet. I said to him before, I'm like. I think I could totally get criminals to say anything because they did not know what to do with like mean girl cold indifference. And he was like, you're probably right. <laughs> I'm like, con man. So um, I saw it when it came out in theaters with one of my best friends at the time. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, I don't know, this might be a secret to all of you here. I love him. Mm. So I, and I have loved him mm-hmm. since Titanic. So mm. I was desperate to see him in anything other than the man in the iron mask because his hair was very upsetting. And in this he, There's a little bit of a replay of that. Yeah, that's right. I know, right I know. And, oh, I hate it. <laughs> Don't capture whatever face I just did on that camera, by the way. Um, I hated that. That was terrible. And then, but he did have like the boyish charm of like right. Jack Dawson or yes. like mm-hmm. Romeo. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember great. who? Is Gilbert, Gilbert Grape? Grape? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's not equate Gilbert Grape to being like a sex icon, though. Because like that's <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, he's got Arnie had a lot going on. I mean, who am I to say? But like, he, he was a child. Um, let's say Basketball Diaries. Okay. Much prefer basketball him diaries. injecting himself with um, fake drugs uh, based on a story about real drugs. It's great. But I remember my friend and I sat there. And that the beginning with the credits and the music is really – and there's animation. Right. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember thinking I had the line of the century when I said to my friend, I'm like, oh, 
that could end right now and that could be the movie and I would still be very happy. And she was like, absolutely. Like we had any authority <laughs> on anything. And then I started saying concur a lot because of this movie as well. <laughs> I had an actual doctor say that to me once. I concur? Yeah. Like uh, I, it was like <laughs> – uh, not our regular doctor is sort of an after hours thing. Right. And, uh, okay. And he referenced. <laughs> and but you were like, like, I need medical help. And he's like, I concur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now take off your pants. Yeah, he was really a doctor. Maybe he just saw this movie. <laughs> I mean, inspired. he had a stethoscope. But, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it was, it was like, uh, I think. I think it's my wife had food poisoning or something. Uh, she was pregnant, so oh, I think God. he could tell we were really That's nervous. Horrible, yeah, and then he I like hate the story. <laughs> yeah, no, everything was fine. But That's he terrible. turned to me at one point and said, "Like, do you concur?" And then he's like, "You know, like catch me if you can." <laughs> I don't understand, sir. <laughs> and I was like, "I know, I totally get that because I saw that movie and it, it did kind of lighten the mood." But I imagine like you know five out of ten people would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Was he actually kind of referencing the movie? Do you think? No, he was. Oh, yeah. okay. oh, oh, that's yeah. fun. Oh. Nice. Was he like a young? <laughs> <laughs> He was like 68. He was Leonardo DiCaprio. That's fine. Yeah. I did get nominated for my high school yearbook as most likely to marry a rich old man and accidentally trip over his life support cord. <laughs> <laughs> Painting pictures of reality. Um, I wish that my life was anything like this movie, though. I think my my Catholic guilt oh, made me oh. unable to fully cheer for him, but yet right. I was fully cheering for him. I think him. everyone wants to cheer for a con yeah, man. No. Everyone yeah. thinks they can kind of get away with it. Because you want con mans are cool. Unless yeah. they're like hurting old ladies yeah like i watch unsolved mysteries and there was like i'm re-watching it it's on amazon uh, it's just what seasons one right yeah, yeah 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 and they update at the end of each thing where they're just like this is happening now we've caught him um but oh, there was this cool, couple, actually, yeah. i know so yeah. someone's job is that right now so there was a grifter who uh kept he got all these old ladies like life savings and their rings from their first husbands who had died and blah 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 that's not cool but a guy fucking over the government mm. yeah yeah. <laughs> well, yeah it's sexy like, yeah, <laughs> and we don't care about those people yeah, the outlaw the air yeah the airport like, yeah by fuck all means airports. fuck airports yeah. fuck airplane sorry to amy adams yeah. Apologies. Sorry. I really hijacked this podcast. <laughs> no, no. I've no, made that's this. Totally fine. See, why I'm allowed back here is a real surprise to me. Well, you just used the word airport and hijack within like a two minute radius. So I'm so on the list. Yeah, we're flying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Well, why don't we kind of run down the movie for those who haven't seen it a million times like us? Sure, Blaine. Uh, go for it. <laughs> well, it's actually Rob's job. <laughs> <laughs> no, Blaine, by all means. I cannot do that. It's uh, like I see the dad of this organization is like, well, why don't we take some responsible steps and begin by. <laughs> laying out the synopsis and uh, no, just one of us has to be host and we have to keep it on track I'm sorry oh yeah you're in a fucking establishment now <laughs> we are we're owned by the man I act man. like my podcast wasn't here up until <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so it's the story of Frank Abagnale Jr., played by Leonardo DiCaprio. We first see him on a game show. It's to tell the truth. Real show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the real guy was actually on this game show, apparently. Yeah. All part of the con. And no one guessed it was him yeah. on the show. I hate that I'm like, oh, I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> like, how did he get on that game show? Why isn't that in the movie? Yeah. I want a casting whole thing there of like his lookalikes. Like these are people who look like Leo. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Go on. Sorry, sorry, Rob. <laughs> but sorry. it tells us like who he is and like what he's been doing. He is a con man. He has been, you know, acting like a pilot and a doctor. Mm-hmm. And it also tells us that he's been caught. And the man who caught him was this guy, Carl Hanratty, played by Tom Hanks. 
And when we first see Leo after that, he is in his man in the iron mask moment, and they're disgusting, <laughs> preparing to extradite him to the United States. And we can already tell that there's like a long history between Frank Jr. and Carl. You know, mm-hmm. and we're gonna learn what that history is. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they- that was a really sorry to interrupt. That was great synopsis. Thanks. I know he's so good at it. Ten years yeah, old. Dad, he is. <laughs> I'm just proud of him. Be proud boy. of your son. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, dad. It's daddy to you. Oh, Jesus. But his flashback to uh, several years before that, he is just a normal teenage boy in the 70s or whatever. He has a family. His dad is Christopher Walken. Yeah, and when I first saw the movie, I thought that, like, this was a flashback to many, many years. Like, in my mind, I was like, oh, he must be 40 with that long hair in the jail and stuff. But he's just, I think he's, like, 19 or something in the jail. Yeah. I'll Google it right now. No, no, you don't have to do it. I'll do it. I'm doing it. But, (laughs) I I mean, Leo (laughs) ages weird. So I think that helps this movie immensely. Mm -hmm. Leo ages weird, like, in life and in this movie. Yeah, 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 because he was 28 when this movie came out. Yeah. But uh, sometimes he does look like an honest-to-God 16-year-old. <laughs> yes, in this movie, for sure. It's crazy. Yeah, also, the makeup department did well. Okay, we're, yeah. he- we're you're, here. You're just checking your texts, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> just like, please help. I'm in a room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like texting Mindhunter. Like, maybe I'm he can like, get us out. I'm just please help me. Um, ba 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 No, it does not say how old he is. Mm. Well, I think Tom Hanks says he spent like four years trying to extradite him. So yeah. uh, he's probably like in his early 20s. Yeah, mm-hmm. somewhere there. The real Frank Abagnale is still alive. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to get into the trivia and the behind the scenes and later. He's only 71. Oh. And, and he's still a looker. I'm just you know what? Say. Single? It's not upsetting. It's, no. If I didn't have oh to. Oh my God, that was my doctor. <laughs> oh my God. Do you concur? I, yeah. Is a... Get your wife on the phone. <laughs> Honey, when you were throwing up and very pregnant, I know that your first thought was does this man look like a <laughs> Hollywood <Abagnale>. movie star? <laughs> like the real life Frank Abagnale, yeah. who we're all familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> but Frank Jr. really looks up to his father. And his father, like, he seems to be, like, at one point, he seems to have something going for him. He gives a big speech at the Rotary Club about two little mice. (laughs) That fucking speech sticks in my head all the time. That will stick in my head for the rest of the afternoon now. I hate that that just happened, but I love that it just happened. That's how I, like, if if you do walk-in, that's a good way to get into it. Yeah, that's right. Two little mice. Two little mice. We just, into a bucket of cream. We should just say that to <laughs> that each other. My roommates that. in university, oh, we just, really? you know, walk into the room and just say, two little mice. You walk into the room? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it's good. That's good. That's why we're here on this podcast.com. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> two little mice fell in a bucket of cream. The first mouse quickly gave up and drowned. The second mouse wouldn't quit. He struggled so hard that eventually he turned that cream into butter and crawled out. Gentlemen, as of this moment, I am that second mouse. But it doesn't all stay very nice for his family because his dad has some government problems. It turns out the IRS wants you to pay these things called taxes, theft. 
taxes. That's right. (laughs) Like, I mean, no one wants to pay them. No, no. We're not all artists that have taken advantage of taxes at one point in time through grants. I have not. I'm grant free. Oh, are you? Yeah, but I did like lose my apartment when I was 25 and like hit rock bottom in many different ways. So like, I mean. So you've experienced a social net is what you're saying. You should have just conned somebody, just wrote some blank checks or whatever. That's the American way. Oh, I need to get more into the American way and less of the passive aggressive move back with my parents Canadian way. (laughs) (laughs) I realize that's the uh, other reason I think of you is you recommended my accountant to me. Art books. It's like, yeah, like I emailed Mm -hmm. you years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're the only person I know that does this for a living. Can so, you tell me who to go to? Are they great? Yeah, they're great. Yeah, I yeah. go every year now. Yeah. And like the first time I went, I basically – this is not to say that our book should sponsor your podcast, but maybe they should. Yeah. Um, I basically like brought everything in like an envelope like Alana in Broad City and was just like, fix my life. And they were like, oh boy. OK, we will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, anyway. Run, run like Christopher Walken. <laughs> so Christopher Walken doesn't want to pay his taxes because he's got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Like his wife's fucking, fucking boyfriend. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it's so depressing, Josh Brolin's dad. Yeah. James Brolin. James Brolin. James Brolin. Jamie Brolin. Jamie Brolin. He's so cute. Yeah, that's right. And his parents eventually get divorced. And it comes down to this like really sad moment where they are in the courtroom and they're making him like choose who's going to have custody of him. Which. It's fucked up. I know it's fucked up. And that kind of like happened to real life Frank Abagnale. He said that he ran away because he had to choose between his parents. I would have just like I love my dad, but like I would I, I think it was just known in our house that I would have chosen my mom. Oh, like <laughs> like I That's was just like your dad. No. He was like <laughs> okay. I think we like we're really close now. I think we yeah, could okay. all like we're all on the same page <laughs> of like the nineties were pretty bad. You, you so have, like, like an honest family. That's great. It's, yeah. We're like, yeah, there's no secrets in our family. <laughs> oh, you should try secrets. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, we just have like repressive sadness. It's it's fine. We're Irish, it's fine. But that's kind of what this movie's about too. Like the the Christopher Walken character just telling these stories about how great he is you know? oh yeah and like how he like won his wife after the war yeah and then you know he keeps on telling himself that story and it's just this like so a myth. depressing thing to see i think there's something interesting in the way that like christopher walken's character is conning people in this weird sad way For but sure. he's, he's so pathetic he's and, bad like, at it frank is such a fucking superstar he yeah. doesn't have the con no he doesn't, oh. have the, uh, he doesn't have the swagger. But I think the difference between what Frank Jr. is doing and what Frank Sr. is doing is Frank Sr. is kind of conning himself. He's like, this is who I am, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And he's not that person, he's which like, is sad myself. to see. Yeah. Whereas Frank Jr. knows he's not that person. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's kind of hoping that he gets caught so he can be himself again. Yeah. I'm surprised, though, that he has a problem choosing, like, which parent to take be in custody of. he loves his dad he so much. He only loves his dad. Yeah. He like, doesn't call his mom for the rest of the movie. <laughs> he doesn't like her. No. He has a problem with women. Well, I think Slightly. that Slightly. might be true. <laughs> <laughs> so but, he runs away. He runs all the way to uh, the Seavers' house. Yeah. <laughs> right? He keeps running. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, he just starts... He starts off by like, you know, his dad has given him a checkbook and he hasn't exactly explained how checks and banks work. So I think this is maybe the cause of much of his problem and uh, much of Frank Sr.'s problem. But he just starts like committing like petty check fraud. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of 
escalates from there. He finds out that he can get more money by cashing Pan Am payroll checks. So he like buys a flight uniform and he does all these things with stickers. Checks were a lot less complicated back <laughs> in the day. Yeah. And supposedly, because of Frank Jr., they are now uh, – you know, impenetrable. You can't like forge checks the same way, which is kind of like Boo. shitty. You know, like ruin <laughs> it for the rest of us. Right. Yeah. I worked at a bank for six shitty months of my life I'm sorry. when I was like twenty two. It's fine. I was so incompetent. <laughs> I still don't know what makes a forged check. I'm sure I approved several. Just stamping checks. I didn't care. Every day. Yeah. If they're all the they're ho- whatever. Yeah. If you can forge checks, maybe you deserve to get your money. Oh Did you God. tell any handsome pilots how the check machines work? <laughs> Fortunately, I worked in Guelph, Ontario. So it was like no. So just goat farmers. That. Goat farmers and yoga. like people I saw. From- oh, Have you God. been to Guelph? <laughs> yeah, I went to Guelph for goat yoga. So. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Are you that person that does those things? Uh, I did it with, I, I, yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, I guess I am. Is it your wife? Is she like health conscious? Is that what this is? <laughs> we went together and we tried it and we didn't like goats pooping in, our, in like our, the vicinity around us. What so. is goat yoga? You do yoga. In a room with goats. Oh, wow. Like, I love how you started this by being like, well, that's where all the goats are. And yeah. then we found out that you're the one patronizing the goat yoga studio. I'm the reason there's goats there. Oh, my there. God. Do yeah. you like – I feel like I'm seeing you in a new light and I'm yeah. scared. Yeah, I, no, no, I I'm scared. Yeah, I don't know if I like it. I, yeah, no, I, I'm a different person now. Do you – I'm. So, do you have bracelets on? Okay, that's okay then. We're not too late. <laughs> no, no, no. They're on my ankles. So, yeah, 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 yeah. How many crystals do you have on you? <laughs> in me. In you. Oh. They're minerals. <laughs> I have a jade egg. So. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. I go to goat yoga, but it's just regular Yoda where the teacher. Yoga Yoda? <laughs> I've lost all credibility here, Rob. <laughs> Continue. Well, he decides, yeah, so he decides he's going to become a pilot. He sort of stumbles into it. Like a lot of the things that he does are sort of like by chance and he just mm-hmm. sort of takes advantage of the opportunity. Like somebody asks him if he's going to, if he's the deadhead for this flight. Which means the guy who just mm-hmm. is riding on the uh, in the cockpit, he's like a pilot flying to a different city, and he says, uh, "Yeah." So now he is watching them fly planes and working as a pilot. Mm-hmm. It's great, great I, way to get like, the gig. I hate that. I hate about myself that the more shit he does like this, the more I'm like, I am so into this guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? Because it's confidence. Yeah, it's confidence. And he does, like who says yes? That it's like. <laughs> Psychopaths. I would be I like, mean, oh, I no, sir. I, there's been some sort of mistake. I'm not a pilot. You're normal. You're a normal person. Yeah. yeah, but then he'd be like, "Why are you wearing the uniform?" There's a point where you like, it's it's you Why know beyond the yellow light where you have to take it. You have to right. go. Uh, uh, and I think that's what he's in. He just has to go full throttle. The now. more lives he puts at risk, the better. <laughs> the better. Yeah. Well, yeah, because then he becomes a doctor. Yeah. When he he's visiting the hospital for some reason and he meets Amy Adams oh. and she is adorable. She has braces. She's so Amy Adams is so underrated as an actor that I could literally kill everyone in this room and then myself. Wow. That, that's, that's crazy because she's really highly <laughs> rated. Wait, wait. What would that, <laughs> like how would that prove she's an, an underrated actor? I don't know. <laughs> Who's saying shit about Amy Adams? Like, oh yeah, she's, she's not never very won good. an Oscar. No. She's yeah. been nominated. She's been nominated. She just keeps getting nominated for Globes and Oscars and Emmys and doesn't win a thing. Not well, a, a thing. That she's great. She she is good. And I think she plays this 
so one-dimensional character with uh, three-dimensionality. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's why she got way more work after this. Because she was just on, like, kind of TV shows before this uh, movie and some, like, sequel movies, like Cru- Cruel Intentions 2, whatever. Oh. It sounds like someone follows Amy Adams' career quite but I'm, closely. I'm just I, – I run the fan club in Guelph. So. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you were uh, just saying how underrated she is. Now you're shitting on Blake. <laughs> <laughs> what part of I Made My Own Rules here do not understand? You're a maverick. I I've been here longer than you. <laughs> I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I have tape on my back. All I knew, right? <laughs> I knew it was a mistake to let you get here 10 minutes early. It was. <laughs> I'm very caffeinated with my Earl Grey latte. Yeah. Anyway, so back to Blaine being obsessed with goats. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was just them. kidding. Um, anyway. Well, there's. I mean, this is where Tom Hanks' character comes in because after all this bank fraud, eventually somebody clues in mm-hmm. and they have to start investigating him. So on the case is FBI man Flatfoot Tom Hanks. There's nothing wrong with being... Listen, <laughs> some of us have hurt our knees and had flat had a flat foot as a result of that. I mean, that. he's like a detective. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about your car accident, though. He's the man. <laughs> he is the man. He's awesome in this. And, you he's know, he's great in this. I, I feel bad for kind of like, we'll get into uh, who he's based on in real life, but he kind of plays this kind of Mr. Magoo-esque FBI character. Right. He's like, you know, oh, yeah, he's like a desk jockey that kind of goes into the field to catch this guy for the first time. And he does actually get into the same room as Leonardo DiCaprio at one time and, and Caprio, you know, <sighs> convinces him he's uh, he's Secret Service. Yeah. Oh, which is I love it. a great it. scene. So good. Drop it! Relax. You're late. All right? My name's Alan, Barry Allen, United States Secret Service. Your boy just tried to jump out the window. My partner has him in custody. I don't know what you're talking about. What, you think the FBI are the only ones on this guy? I mean, come on. Come on, he's dabbling in government checks here. I've been following a paper trail on this guy for months now. Hey, you, you mind taking that gun out of my face? Please, really. I mean, it makes me nervous. We see some credentials. Yeah, sure. Take my whole wallet. <clears throat> I, I think it's it's just one of those scenes that like it, it, I just love in writing where you're, they're like there's no way out of this and then there's the one way out of it that's like perfectly in line with this character it's great yeah and Spielberg's really great at playing with like the tension in yeah. all of those scenes because you're like oh is he going to be discovered oh it seems mm-hmm. like maybe he's got away but then oh no it's something else and like yeah like you know at the end where he, he uh, Tom Hanks has his wallet yeah and he's like oh do you want your wallet and Leo's like. No, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. It's so I trust good. you. Oh, yeah. that's so. That's great. I just, I, you know, what confidence. You mean? Confidence. <laughs> I go into every some. podcast with that amount of confidence, <laughs> and that's what you're seeing before you today. <laughs> just a nightmare person. Just a yeah. nightmare person. I never do goat yoga, is what I'm saying. Okay. I, I'm not centered like you. So wait, you, you drove to another town to do the goat yoga? <laughs> yeah, we uh, we we drove. I, it might what not have been the carbon in footprint of this go, this oh, yoga. Why excursion. we flew yeah. there? Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> I. We need to hear everything. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's fine. We're not the Goat Yoga Podcast. We don't need to. Blaine does that about on uh, Thursdays. Yeah, every Thursday. But yeah. Leo's isolated. He he's not he's not having a lot of fun. He doesn't love his life, and he decides that he wants to settle down with Amy Adams. Yeah. They start like a little thing. They start you know having some sexy sex. Yeah, and and uh, it's not like a great relationship. It's there's like a weird power dynamic there. Oh, that, for sure. Uh, you because know, he lied about who he was and his. She's profession like a little and, girl. Yeah. <laughs> 
she's very she much like a little young, girl. Which is yes. like the, the way the movie kind of balances the fact that he basically tricked so many other women into like committing statutory rape without knowing it. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. She's still probably older than him though, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, so correct. Yeah. It's Kate Beckinsdale's one of the other ones, right? Or Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Jennifer Garner. Oh, that yeah. scene is, uh, that scene is Jennifer weird. Garner in a, a seduction <laughs> role is absolutely bamboozling to me. <laughs> No, like she's always Jennifer Garner, thirteen going on thirty, perfect mom. Blah, blah, yeah. like, she's really sold an image. Mm. So like the I know she was alias, but like Yeah. See I, I remember her from alias, so this kind of fit with that uh, for me. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. That's your own <laughs> baggage that you're carrying with you. <laughs> Wait, was she playing a CIA agent in this? No, she was playing the kind of no, uh, I know. I know. The I think she might have been uh, a woman of the night. Yeah, <laughs> I can just say sex worker gentleman. Okay, <laughs> yeah. uh, a lady of the evening, <laughs> a red light walker, <laughs> uh, as the French yeah. say. Uh, but he he ends up conning her too, which is a, a fantastic scene. As yeah. Well. So, uh, but yeah, he settles down with Amy Adams, and Tom Hanks catches up to him. Yeah, I mean, it eventually, like you know, like. His luck runs out, mm-hmm. you know. He is going to get married, but uh, he finds uh, Tom Hanks goes and meets his mom, and yeah. you know finds out who the real person is, and then they go and interrupt the wedding party, mm-hmm. and he just barely escapes uh, out the window, and while making a plan to meet Amy Adams at the airport, and he tells her his real name because she insists, and then he's gone. Mm-hmm. But. When the time to meet comes at the airport, he sees all these people and they're watching him and he decides to drive off. Yeah, instead of getting caught. Because she ratted him out. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's a child. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I have to like I have to keep up to remind myself that he's a child in this too. Like every kind of shitty thing he does, I'm like, oh yeah, but he's like 16 or yeah. 17. It's all, it's yeah. all supposed to happen before he's 19 years old. And yeah, he's 28. Leo wanted an Oscar so bad, even from the beginning. God yeah, bless him, man. I couldn't even con myself into <laughs> buying booze when I was under 19. <laughs> really? I I remember getting cigarettes once, just Ooh. going in and being like, just a pack of Demore Light, and the guy was I'm like, "You 19?" I'm like, "Yeah." And why, then, why are you wearing a pilot's uniform, <laughs> <laughs> sir? This is my daughter Amy Adams. We smoke, so. We're gonna smoke together. We're late for goat yoga. Please hurry the fuck up. You'll never live it down ever. Not in that's, this. Not in this room. That's getting. So so hot. I also like the Fifth true. Element. I never lived that down. So Fifth Element's fine to like. Yeah, people like that movie. People yeah. do like that movie. <laughs> people like go yo. Anyway, no, but like one is it. a lifestyle, and the other is a Bruce Willis masterpiece. <laughs> Bruce Willis doesn't do go yo. Oh, you mean? So I have some questions about the next scene where it's like because he basically Tom Hanks says like to, he's not going to go to. An, He's not going to drive to another town. He's nope. not going to go to another airport. Nope. He's going to go to this airport because he has to kind of beat him, right? Mm-hmm. So his plan is to call up a high school mm-hmm. and recruit eight uh, yeah. students to yeah, yeah join like a flight attendant program yeah. to go with him to Europe for two months. Yeah. And then he uses them as kind of like a shield to distract the agents. What? Mm. How? What is the time frame of this sort of sequence? It seems like yeah. It seems like it must take like months. Two hours. <laughs> <laughs> but like he's, I, I don't. It did, seems like what, it'll pack. Did he actually take those 
girls to Europe? Is uh, he in that, charge of them? I that I couldn't find. Like in in real life, yeah. this actually I'm on happened it. in real life. Never seen it. Well. It seems like a lot to throw together. Like they, it seems like it all happens within a day. But like they have to ask their parents, I assume, if they can go with a stranger to Europe. And yeah. it seems yeah. like there's a lot of even Get in the '60s, a lot ready. of mechanisms. It's also kind of girls don't have passports. Maybe. Yeah. Also, this is um, just a sidebar. Um, this is a line from his Wikipedia thing. As a teenager, he noticed that his hair was graying, which he parlayed into his pilot persona by giving the appearance of being older and having oh. more professional credentials than he did. That's tricky. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I also find it kind of gross that like he does – like in this movie, he takes high school girls as like the eye candy to surround himself and all these FBI agents are checking them out. Oh, yeah. They're this all like, kind of like – I should have been a pilot. It's like, oh, that, you should have been a high school teacher, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all students. Maybe you'd be investigated by the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Full circle. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so how does this movie kind of culminate, Rob? Well, I mean, he, for a while, he's fancy free in Europe. He's mm-hmm. living the life, but Carl eventually tracks him down to his mother's village of Mont Richard mm-hmm. and uh, at the printing press yeah. where he is uh, making these forged checks. And uh, he convinces him that there is a bunch of French cops – or gendarmes outside, and he, he got to give himself up. It's me and you, so you're gonna have to catch me, Frank. Frank, you have to trust me on this. These people have been embarrassed, Frank. They're angry. You rob their banks, you steal their money, you live in their country. I told you this was what was going to happen. That there was no other way for it to end. Don't make a mistake. That's good. That's good, Carl. You know, keep pushing that lie. Keep pushing it. Keep pushing until you make it true. They're going to kill you! You walk out that door, they're going to kill you. Is that the truth? So he asks Leo to trust him, and you know he swears on his daughter, and he does. But there are no French cops. Because there is no daughter. What? <laughs> he killed his daughter? <laughs> this movie took a dark turn. Damn. The Sorry. And then Leo turns him in. Yeah, but then the police all show up. And yeah. uh, he should have trusted Hanratty because Hanratty is a good person. Well, because there's also – there's a scene where he kind of realizes how shitty his dad is yeah. basically where he goes to see his dad and his dad – he basically says like, tell me to stop. He's like, no, keep running. Fra- where are you going, Frank? Tahiti? You know, yeah. like he's he's egging him on. Right. He's like, oh, yeah, my dad is terrible and yeah. has taught me not to trust anyone and to like – that's Just some of the best trying to con people of Leo in this movie. In that yeah, scene. but then that scene, yeah, that scene where Tom Hanks comes at the end, and Tom Hanks is like, "All these French cops are outside." He's like, "Oh no, this is you're full of shit," and yeah. I, I, I know everyone's full of shit. All my father figures are full of shit, <laughs> so I'm not going to trust you. And yeah. then at the end, he realizes that that he was being honest with him. It's, yeah. it's a great scene. It's yeah. a touching scene. It's yeah. a Christmas. Miracle. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, and then Christopher Walken admits to killing Natalie Wood. It's all there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine if they'd cast uh, Robert Wagner as the James Brolin part? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, he goes back and his mom's just mysteriously vanished. She's vanished, and then there's just like, were you two dating? And they're just like, we have ingrained homophobia from living in the 1960s, so we cannot admit to anything. This movie was based on two true stories. It's crazy. Yeah, bananas. <laughs> wow. Did you kill a woman? Two mice. 
<laughs> it's an analogy. We didn't know it was an analogy to killing. Uh, all right. So we're going to come back. Wait, and- the last part of the movie. Uh, the most important part. The part that I slept through. This oh, has God. been going on for 45 minutes. <laughs> Guys, I was just about to talk to you about goat yoga. All right. Okay. Keep on going. Huh? But he becomes an FBI. He, works, he ends up working for the FBI, helping them do yeah. the checks. But... It is a prison of its own. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has to get like a lame haircut. He looks. He has like a Mormon missionary haircut, yeah. Yeah. and he's not happy. And he 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 all wants to run. He sees the pilot uniform in like a store window. He, he dresses up in the pilot uniform once again. Yeah, he, he goes Someone to the airport. Someone has a kink. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of. It could be hot. <laughs> <laughs> but Tom Hanks goes to see him at the airport, and he's like, "You'll be back." You, I know you'll come back because uh, he doesn't have no, no, no. He says it's good. He's because no one's chasing you. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why. Oh, that's like me. I'm like a wild horse. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you like the, the, the con men. You I know? do because I'm like, I'm chasing you. You're chasing me. Yeah. I don't even know who you Cat are. You have no idea yeah. who I am. Yeah. And then he comes back because he decides that he loves his dad. Yeah. I mean, his replacement dad. Henry. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? In real life, they became friends up until Shay, who is the real FBI agent, mm-hmm. died. Yeah. They were like friends forever. Yeah. He killed him. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Because yeah. he wanted his airline <laughs> uniform. <He had laughs> yeah, exactly. Give it back like, to me, Dad. He's like, I can't get hard without this uniform. <laughs> Amy Adams is old enough now, and I'm willing. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be right back after this message to talk about some trivia that I have for you guys and some behind the scenes about the real life Shea and Raddy and uh, Frank Abnicknail. Wow. Abnicknail. Don't you dare I, disrespect him. Yeah. Abnicknally? No. Uh, Please, let's just go. Okay. Welcome back to Rewatchability. We're here with Ann T. Donahue, who is right now trying to look me up online to see if I've really done goat yoga. What's your last name again? It's uh, it's Waters with two T's. Shit alive. Uh, as I have, Barry Allen. I, well, that was the oh other thing God, I loved. There's, in- a, there's someone with your name who trophy hunts. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Is that, that's so much worse than goat yoga. Oh, it's Blaine with Ed and E. That's oh, how you're, you're messing God. up. There's only one other person with my name, and he's like an Irish guy who drinks a lot. That's all I can get from him. <laughs> I, I, one thing I wanted to mention about this movie is there's a point where he realizes that all the aliases are comic book names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, then he realizes like he's a kid. That's how yeah. they track him down. But like if they made that movie now, it'd be like, he's a kid. And like, oh, no, wait, he's a 48-year-old man. <laughs> oh, no, he's a grown man. He has Twitter. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> he has a collection of Funko Pops at home. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're, I can see in my head, and I'm just like, wow, this guy's totally yelled at me over something on the internet <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true he never he never like dresses up like a pilot he just yells at people online. oh my god as an aside somebody who doesn't like me signed me up for christian mingle today i get this every so often it's like people who don't like me on the internet will sign me up for what? random dating services Whoa, so really? uh-huh Welcome to being a woman on the internet. Jesus. I know. Jeez. So I'm well, I'm trying to find Jesus. Thank God. I got yeah, Christian well, Mingle. Like, you got a guy? <laughs> is the big guy single? Like, Did they just match you with Jesus every, like, every oh single? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, listen, there's a lot of jokes about rising and coming again in three days. I just, we'll, we'll just leave it. We'll just leave it. Okay. On to the trivia. All right. I have some trivia for you guys. Um, so Frank Abagnale Jr., mm-hmm. Forged and cashed. This is the real guy. 
This is the real guy with the hair that I saw. They say over four million dollars in the movie, but it's not. They he only cashed and and checked over or uh, checked and cashed over two point four million dollars with the checks before he was caught by the FBI. (laughs) Then he worked for. um, Did he get? Paid more from the forged checks or for working for the FBI? Is this a quiz? It's a it's a trivia question. Well, I'm oh. going to say you got paid more by the FBI. Okay, okay. What are you saying? Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. say the FBI because okay. uh, I don't think he'd be asking if it was the other way. Oh, okay. but probably taxes. He probably had to pay oh, it all yeah. back in taxes. Tax no, you guys made your fucking beds. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? What do you say? I say the forged checks. And you'd be entirely correct. Yeah. Because part of his kind of, uh, he felt bad about what he did and wanted to give back to society. So everything he's done for the uh, FBI, he works there like 50 days a year. He says he pays for his own accommodations and travel. He just wants to give back. So it's all volunteer work, uh, which is, which is great. Doesn't that kind of ruin the movie? Like, isn't that what we like about it? This kind of like, Countercultural, like stick it to the yeah. man. Yeah, I have Ooh, pink like, hair. Yeah, and oh. that was just volunteering his time to like pay back the FBI and oh, not yeah. even to like a soup kitchen. Like he doesn't <laughs> yeah. want to help them. Yeah, don't the help FBI, the FBI. I they're know. racist and they fucking kill world leaders. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> I cannot. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he does. He is the man, right? Like he he works for a lot of banks to make sure that this can never happen again to uh, to them. So he's he's you know he's protecting the banks. Oh, I yeah. hate that. I he's now I'm like culture. no, I can't, guys. I think I hate him. He should be yeah. frauding the banks for the poor, in particular this poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to, I got to protect the banks, you guys. You're right. They don't have any money behind them or yeah. power. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't do anything bad in the world. Either, no, they're good. Know? Yeah, they're establishments good that in no way you know. Yeah, capitalist society. People. Yeah, What's okay. that Patreon uh, website. <laughs> <laughs> TD, if you're listening, when I worked for you. I definitely just looked up famous people all day on the computer. And <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So there's a blackboard in this movie that uh, that um, uh, um, Han Ratty writes on. And it says in the bottom corner, there's a little you know, Easter egg. It says this is the fourth project by Tom and Steve. Um, there have been five in total uh, um, Steve Spielberg and Tom Hanks projects. You call him Steve? Yeah. <laughs> you personally? We're close. We're close. Um, uh, <laughs> no, uh, so, so how many... We probably should have told you he's a listener before we made fun of this movie. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Spielberg and the rest of my fans. Thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, what uh, What were those uh, those projects? Can I guess? Can I go first? Yeah. Because yeah. I am a combative only child. Yeah. Who's like, okay. You're also the guest. So I guess, yeah. but I also, like I said earlier, I just feel like <laughs> your like kid sister that rolls in is like, Meh. okay, Take passed over. away. Uh, that is not one. Did he produce that movie? Uh, no. Sa- Saving Private Ryan. Private Ryan is one. Band of Brothers. Yeah, you're right. Um, wait, how many are there? Four. There's a five in total. Before you have to guess, because Catch Me If You Can is one of them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you fought to go first. <laughs> wait, what were the two that you said? Saving Private Ryan and Band, Band of Brothers. Brothers. Band of Brothers. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's uh, there's two more, and then two more World War II movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, yeah. Joe versus Volcano is one of them. Yes. Wow. Good job. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Deep. Cut. Yeah, he produced, produced, produced it. Yeah, he oh. produced it. I love that movie so much. It's such a good movie. And there's one more that happened after this movie. Oh, came after. Out. Oh, the terminal. Uh, no, no, the bridge one. The bridge, bridge of spies. spies was Tom Hanks in that. Yeah, he started okay, it. And the post. Oh, the post. <laughs> <laughs> what about the terminal? I think the terminal. I don't know. If Steven Spielberg produced that. He, he directed talk about it. it. He directed it. Yeah. Did he? 
I'm yeah. on it. Okay. Yeah, oh. no, that's great. You wow. Sure it oh, man. Okay. Well, Some I'm trivia off. master you are. That was a really... <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. God, well, this is going to be even worse then. Oh, God. Um, how many Spielberg movies are based on true stories? Ooh. Like all of them, but especially Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> this, this isn't yeah. where we find out Rob's like a Holocaust denier. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, Schindler's List is not. Yeah. <laughs> That's up oh, there with no. uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jurassic Park. That's very true. Yeah, that could happen. They're trying oh, to bring yeah, back okay, the Woolly so Mammoth, so. Schindler's no. List. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Band of Brothers, Saving Private Ryan. Tintin. Uh, Bridge of Spies, like you said, Bridge of Spies was a yeah. Was that a re- that was a true? Do you want me to go yeah. to IMDb? Uh, no, I have it here. I oh, them all down. okay, that yeah. would be cheating. <laughs> uh, uh, if you're a con artist, it's called. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's over ten is what I can oh, tell wow. you. Yeah, really? I, I'm gonna just answer. Is Empire of the Sun a true story? It's based. Oh on, yeah, it is. It's based on a true. St- it's based on his uh, upbringing. JG yeah. Beard. Yeah, e. I love that book. Oh yeah, it's a great movie too. E. Um, Et. <laughs> Uh, 11 movies are based uh, that are, or, or 12 if you can't ban- Band of Brothers which is well what are they though you're gonna name oh, them oh yeah uh, so The Terminal okay uh, War Horse was based oh. on, on a- <laughs> oh. it's like up there with 1917 where I'm like I'm just I don't care yeah uh, <laughs> Catch Me If You Can Amistad Empire of the Sun British Spies oh, The Post um, uh, Munich Lincoln oh, right. Munich. Yeah. 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 List. There, there you go you know, as somebody that saw Amistad for history class, I can confirm that I wrote a paper on it. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> All right. So um, Frank Abagnale was in this movie. Did you did you spot him? What? He's standing right behind you. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah. He played the doctor. He did not. Uh, <laughs> said with no confidence whatsoever, though. See, that's what you need to work on to be a but con man. we could say that I'm conning you into thinking I don't know. Oh, yeah, but you really know it was one of the gendarmes at the end, it's the like, French policeman. But now I know. Oh. Yeah. See, but I got that information from you, and I'm like, mm-hmm. That's how you worked it. I worked it. You can steal your identity. Yeah. Ask him for his bank account number now. <laughs> can I have your- Pin number, please, because yeah, I already have your wallet. Sure. It's fine. It's one, two, three, four. Um, okay, so uh, Frank um, was actually captured in a different way than he was in the movie. It wasn't like this weird, you know, he was printing checks or whatever, and there was a bunch of French policemen. He uh, he was just someone spotted him in a grocery store. <laughs> no, yeah. is that Frank Abergnell? <laughs> he was like, hey there, he was buying Abergnelli cantaloupe <laughs> or something, and this woman was like, I recognize you from a wanted poster. Oh my god, what police. a narc. <laughs> Didn't she see this movie and know how cool he was? Like, I know. He's so fucking cool. Also, I'm not going to lie. If I saw something for like a con artist on a wanted poster, I'd be like, nah. But if it was like a murderer, then I would probably pay yeah. more attention. But it's like yeah, yeah. this 21-year-old I'm with so gray lazy. hair. I'm going to like. If I saw a murderer in the grocery store, I'd probably be like, I'm sure someone else spotted him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would just sit in my car very quietly. Yeah. <laughs> and text my boyfriend, Frank Abnow, who works at the police office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that he couldn't even, you know, he's this big con artist who's been talking his way to every situation, but he couldn't, like, talk an old lady out of calling the police. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. That is such a buzzkill of a story that yeah. you just laid out here. Yeah, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, it's Good. not romantic. Next, we're going to find but, out that he didn't really have that relationship with his dad all the way through. <laughs> uh, he didn't. Uh, so, <laughs> I know it's 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 bad. I mean, she, uh, Shea was the kind of man on the scene, but there were several FBI agents throughout his years that he was doing this that were chasing him down. Uh, Shea was one of them that helped ca- catch him, and he did meet him later on and did become friends with him, like you said. And, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like I said, mm-hmm. what. Would you guys rather be CIA or FBI? Ooh, it's a hard pass for me. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would, wouldn't mind being assigned to one of those X Files. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, FBI basement. Yeah, all right. You want FBI basement? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I CIA seems like you're just killing people overseas or something. Yeah, yeah it does know. seem a bit much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> At least this is like you can track down actual murderers or something in the FBI. I'd want to be like an FBI profiler for real where yeah. I would sit across from like serial killers and be like – they'd be trying to intimidate me and I'd be like, I'm a con artist. Right. <laughs> and talk then, to them about your, your history class in high school. And they'd be like, like we're what? really bored. We'll just talk – tell you everything we did and I'm like – Mm-hmm. I look over my shoulder at an imaginary camera and wink. <laughs> what, did the, what did that FBI agent want to know? I don't know. She just talked about Amistad the whole time. <laughs> she didn't even really say what it was about. She just talked a little bit about Matthew McConaughey's career trajectory. <laughs> and then she went right into why E.T. could be real. <laughs> it's the thir- thir- 13th uh, Spielberg movie. Okay. Uh, the the other thing that was his, his turning point, everyone kind of asks him like what – Stopped him from doing this, and in the movie, it is his his you know adoptive dad, the, right. the uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, who's everyone's adopted dad, I'd mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Um, I but, would die for him. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, um, but uh, uh, you didn't hear the news about the accusations. Shut up! I live on this thing. <laughs> I know more about the world than any of you nuts will ever will. Let the record state that she held up her phone. Um, <laughs> so his turning point was not Hanratty or Shea or Tom Hanks movies in general. Uh, he didn't come to you know his Jesus moment in jail or through Jesus. Um, he uh, says it's his wife. His wife. He met her oh, after he came out of this woman. while he was working with the FBI. And he was like, I am – this is everything that's happened to me. I don't want to do that anymore. And if you can trust a con man, then uh, then please still be with me. And her parents were like, no, get out of that relationship. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to marry him. This was is her dad lame at least Martin as hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he has three kids now and um, that's yeah, why he like – this is still lame. <laughs> I, think the children aren't, I know we've got parents in the room but like as somebody – a hard pass on that. Come on. <laughs> his kids are probably going to be fucked up. Like one of them is probably going to become like a con artist. No, he's an FBI agent. Mm. His yeah. son works for the FBI. His son is also the man. Oh, yeah. that's disappointing. Like, yeah, come that's, on. That's, that's hard. Like usually as like a kid, you want to do the opposite that your parents did. But like how do you do the opposite of what he did? I hate like, – but you know what? Either FBI or, or a crook. Like. This is – like that's up there with like the parents and maybe I'm alone here who are just like – Oh, like people who are constantly like, I just want to, you know, be like my dad. I love my dad. I just want to like be like my dad. It's like get an identity and then <laughs> figure it out. Your dad doesn't want you to be like him unless he's a fucking asshole or the guy from Billions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Sorry will say to everyone in this room full of men who might mm-hmm. want to be like their dads. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I definitely don't want to be like my dad. So, okay. yeah. uh, I will say watching it now as a parent did make me like way more annoyed at Frank. Like when he's pretending yeah. to be a doctor and there's like a kid 
whose oh, leg no. is all fucked up and he comes in and like his mom is there and like if I was the mom and I heard the doctor come in and be like you concur and then <laughs> like okay I gotta go now I would be so mad I'd be like that I would feel like I would see through the con at yeah. that point yeah. and be Maybe. very but this angry. is like the 50s yeah like they know. just trusted people then yeah. 60s actually this yeah. is the 40s or this what? is the 1920s <laughs> okay great <laughs> it's prohibition <laughs> it's about it's all about booze and you know Steve Buscemi and Boardwalk Empire <laughs> um, the the other person that wasn't real in this movie um, is Amy Adams' character. What? She's kind of an amalgam of different people that he deceived. Yeah, deceived <laughs> into sleeping with him along the way. Uh, the God. the he wrote a book. The book was at a print when this movie got kind of picked back up. But crazy thing is that they bought someone Hollywood studio bought this book, uh, the rest of this book in 1981, and they've been trying to make this movie since then. So wow. it's had like a long and storied career. A long con. A long con. Hey. Uh, the original casting for Frank was Dustin Hoffman because uh, it I was see that. so yeah. old. Uh, <laughs> Spielberg wanted uh, Johnny Depp and James Gandolfini to be in the, the kind of title character. Uh, I mean, that would be a very different characters. movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 It would be very different. James and Gandolfini is Frank. I don't know. James Gandolfini is – oh. Not Frank. Sorry. The, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, oh, the teenager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can um, you believe they thought I was an adult? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> He's just like Tony Soprano. He's like, uh, I'm the pilot now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and the, ducks. And the titles that you liked so much um, were actually done make, with, with real stamps. They like uh, that's cool. Yeah, Whoa. printed out these things, carved them into stamps, and then stamp. And that's, oh, that's I'm loving this journey for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and I don't know if I should talk. This is a weird one, but uh, the it's about goat yoga. No, oh. it's just I listened to some interviews with uh, with the real Frank, and, and they were like, yeah, uh, and uh, <laughs> and. Uh, Someone asked him, like, what's the what's the um, con that you've liked the most since you've been working at the FBI? And he was like, oh, the one that I wish I had pulled off uh, when I was a kid was uh, that they're they... – Becoming president of the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, no. Are you 100 percent sure that isn't Frank Abagnale? <laughs> no. Oh, my god. <laughs> okay, I feel Pulls a little relieved but also very upset and this is very unnecessary. <laughs> That's the horrible thing is I would be relieved if <laughs> that was Frank Abagnale. Like, oh, okay. Oh, my God. Uh, so back in the 90s, these two uh, kids, they set up this, like, newspaper ad that was like, if you want uh, these hundreds of porn movies for 50 bucks, yeah. like, you should mail in this mail-order check and um, and we'll mail you the, the you know, VHS tapes or whatever. Wait, I never been. got my videos. <laughs> His biggest regret in life is that he didn't run a so, porno no, scam? No, no, no. But this gets even worse because the uh, when the the they didn't have, the obviously, the, the – tapes so they sent back um a letter to these people that again uh with a check in it saying sorry we don't we ran out of the tapes but you can here's the the real check uh with the money that you can reimburse yourself with and you just have to cash it but in the corner um the title of the production company was apparently 
child porn films. <gasps> oh, no. So no one would go to the bank to cash that check. Oh, my God. <laughs> so oh, my God. It was, like, it was a very, very good con. How old they, were they? I don't know. They've they were teenagers. They've killed people since then, <laughs> yes. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Can you, can you imagine the uh, if the end of this movie was him getting arrested in a grocery store and being like, you know, I really just wish I had the idea to run that child porn check scam. scam. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, oh, my God. Oh, I know. this is the shit I wish I did in my life. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> Writing? Who well, cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Uh, yeah, it's weird. I mean, even in the interview, the the interview were uh, she was she just laughed a lot. It was just a, such an uncomfortable thing. He was like, "Ah, I really wish I had done that." She's like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's a, that's a good one." It is oh, a good one. Yeah. She's an arc too. It's a fucking narc fest. <laughs> and also, hey, where did he get all those necklaces he kept pulling out? Did he just yeah. have a pocket full of necklaces? Yeah, wouldn't they all get tangled and he just pull out seven like necklaces a, at the same time? The rat king of necklaces? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I found these in the parking lot. <laughs> must have slipped right out. Oh, shit. Do you like challenges? <laughs> Are you good with knots? What? <laughs> My dad couldn't even get the Christmas lights untangled in December. <laughs> this is a Christmas Someone's movie. dad <laughs> comes into play again. I mean, that's why he left. Oh, yeah, the cats in the cradle. <laughs> so, uh, so let's start with, with you, Anne. And did you find this movie a rewatchable movie? Oh, of course. Yeah? It's really well done. Yeah. Um, also, like, I mean, the treatment of, like, I mean, it's a super, like, white movie. Um, if, <laughs> if Frank Abagnale was a young person of color, I can promise you it wouldn't be as... <laughs> None of that would have happened. Like, they wouldn't be like, I'm they here, I'm your dad. Room. Yeah, it's very, yeah. like, the this FBI, young yeah. white man's poor misunderstood. Um, yeah. and I also, mean, people are getting, like, arrested for going into opening up like checking accounts yeah, people right are now going, because yeah. they're like you know people are getting, yeah, yeah it's like it's it's absolutely wild yeah. so when you think of it like that you're like oh very white and then also like I mean it doesn't treat it's women amazing because you are supposed to be rooting for Frank so you're supposed to be seeing right. him as this like cat and like all oh, these women are so dumb and like even Amy Adams you do get you're sympathetic for her but you're also like she's so annoying but mm-hmm. she shouldn't be annoying because she's also just responding to the way Frank's making her feel and she's young yeah. and he's just uh, arguably kind of a sociopath for sure so i i would 100 percent still watch it but i would and i would love it but there's always the disclaimer of like uh yeah <laughs> that's your disclaimer. disclaimer i just kind uh, of like they put that disclaimer on the cigarettes uh, yeah, yeah i just kind of like if anyone wants to know what i just did i just kind of like looked down and felt very like uh, all right yeah, there yeah. we go. It is one of those, you know, it's a move, but that's what Spielberg does as well, though, right? Like he does. Yeah. He really likes not all of his movies, obviously, but like there's a fair amount of them where he's very like he's telling a very specific story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not that I don't like Spielberg. I think he's great, but he's like good at what he does. he's a really great director, but it's also like I he's new and he's up and coming. And I think you guys are some big things from him over the future. <laughs> So that's like a rewatch, but with caveats. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's like you can't really watch it as an, a responsible adult, I think, blindly anymore. Like yeah. as a yeah. teen, you can because you're like Leo or whomever. <laughs> um, but as like a you know a grown ass person, it's like oh, I see. It's like a very very. Um, it's like a privileged fairy tale. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> what what about you, Jam? Yeah, I kind of felt the same way watching it where it's 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 harder to watch as an adult for a few reasons. One, 
it, it's kind of amazing they can trick you at all into like rooting for like a rich white kid who just mm-hmm. steals from everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, like, what is he like? Ivana's husband, Ivanka's husband, or whatever. Like, <laughs> what's that guy's name? Jared Kushner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I kept almost thinking of the subway guy. Go yeah, on. Totally. <laughs> yeah. The third act of this movie is just him having like a terrible housing project. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so it's it's like. On paper, there's a lot of stuff I don't like about the story, but I think the way the movie unfolds and the actors are, are so good that it makes you believe it. I also like as like an adult now, it is hard to see him be like constantly conning people into thinking he's these <laughs> these uh, these uh, jobs that actually require looking after human life. Yeah, it's kind of uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, lawyer, uh, lawyer, doctor, doctor you know. Uh, captain of an airplane so i don't know i i but you know it's a kind of a fantasy so yeah and i still i still enjoy it and i I think the themes are are interesting and Mm -hmm. it's fun but uh wow we get it you care about human life i care about well no i'm saying my own (laughs) (laughs) i'm saying i would be upset if i was on his plane yeah that would be better yeah and you have kids so you're thinking from a different perspective as well yeah totally yeah like i yeah in a good way. I don't mean that accusatory. No, no, I know. Yeah, like I, I do think. Like I did. I did watch that scene with the mom in the hospital and be like, man, I would be so mad if that yeah. was my doctor. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I feel the same. Like it's rewatchable with some caveats. Um, yeah, I'll watch it again for sure. Yeah. Thanks. What about you, Rob? Yeah, I thought it was really great. I mean, I don't. I could do with less of like the daddy stuff. I feel like it gets layered yeah. on a bit thick yeah. for my taste. And we were talking about Steven Spielberg's sort of authorial, oh uh, yeah, you know, things when we talked about E.T. not too long ago. And it's just hard to like. I think it's cool that he put you know puts himself in the movies, but it does come off as like a little bit. Uh, yeah, much, I, I forgot to mention that because this is kind of the closest to like his story, I think. Right. Because he always made movies about like how the dads were jerks and ran away. Mm-hmm. But in real life, I think his mom did leave his dad for like his best friend. His oh, dad's geez. best friend or for Steven Spielberg's best friend? For his, <laughs> no, no, for, for the dad's George best Lucas? <laughs> George Lucas? For George Lucas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I, I think this is like kind of like – he kind of realized that his dad wasn't necessarily to blame and kind of, yeah, so it's just interesting. This is maybe the most autobiographical from the, from the dad perspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's still a great movie. It's one of Spielberg's better ones. The disclaimer is people are (laughs) fucked and sometimes your parents are, and then you'll grow up and realize, Oh, I'm fucked up too. And it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to, you know, do things to not be fucked up anymore. Yeah. You go to therapy and you go on some meds. Everyone go to therapy. Everyone go to therapy. Just do it. Please go. <laughs> that's, that's our sponsor, Therapy. Therapy. <laughs> Just fucking go. Uh, well, that's it for rewatchability this week. Wait, would you watch it again? Uh, sure. Um, no, I, I, I would. I, I love this movie. I think this movie is really, really great from the credits. I mean, if I just watched the credits, it would be a good enough movie, right? Don't steal my bit. <laughs> um, and uh, and so I, I rewatch this movie uh, again and again, and I have. I think it's so well structured and so well paced. The writing of it is is great, and the acting. I mean, Christopher Walken has some really heartbreaking moments. Uh, but yeah, it's like yeah. 
there is some problems with it that uh, that can't be overlooked and shouldn't be overlooked. So one of the biggest being um, Christopher Walken not admitting to killing Natalie Wood. Okay, anyway, those <laughs> <laughs> haircut in the prison scenes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, so and you're going to take us to a steak dinner now, right? Oh yeah, yeah. There were I'll two t- mice. <laughs> uh, so uh, so thanks for listening uh, this week on rewatchability. Uh, and do you have anything that you'd like to tell people about? Oh God. Um, are you uh, so high? Uh, if you don't hate me by now, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram at Auntie Donahue. And then I do have a book that came out not last September, but the one before. It's called Nobody Cares. It's a book of essays. Also, just I don't know. Like I'm on the internet. I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the internet, find Anne. <laughs> it's worth it. Uh, and uh, and thank you for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next week. 